Hello and welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. We are a little bit late, pretty much exactly a week. Um, Sort of the same reason as the last podcast, in that it's been an absolute nightmare to edit. But more, in fact, because I am a blithering idiot. And um, having finished the edit of this week's podcast on time... I then did something crazy and managed to delete several of the tracks before I saved it, which meant that there were huge blocks, often minutes at a time, of silence, which isn't brilliant radio, I've got to say. And um, that meant that essentially I had to re-edit the whole wretched thing. And uh, yeah, so that. Um, we are going to continue our conversation in which um, we put together our super teams from any characters in the history of fiction that we chose to choose. Uh, and we've just heard Matt's second uh, entry and um, you're about to hear mine. So we'll just jump straight in. Um, not going to blow the spoiler horn. There probably are some spoilers in here, but nothing major for anything specific. So I shouldn't really worry. Um, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, you can always do that first. Or um, details of who chose what last episode are in the show notes. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for your patience. I promise that, that last week is the last skip week we will have. And um, we'll get into it. Okay, um, that puts me up next. Um, you begin to notice a bit of, of a theme in uh, my picks because they're all women, basically. Same. There's possibly a bloke. I'm, I'm still toying between two two characters. Uh, but my next pick is Riri Williams. Oh, yes. All the power of Iron Man without any of Tony Stark's bullshit. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on there, Reg. What, why is she okay. a more interesting armoured character? Genius level intelligence, again. She is a protege of Tony Stark, but not in the he found her and trained rock way. She built an Iron Man suit and crashed it into Stark's tower. Okay. And Tony Stark saw her potential and sort of helped sand off the rough edges and helped her develop an AI for the suit because you can't fly the damn thing on your own. And she's crap at coding. So she has a, she has a, you know, she's not brilliant at everything. She's, What's her superhero code name? She's Ironheart. Ironheart. Uh, yeah. Wow. And there's a great, because when she became, when she took over from Tony Stark, because Tony Stark was dead for a bit, and she took over from Tony Stark. Just for tax reasons. When she took over that role, she didn't have a proper AI for her suit. And so she inherited the digitized version of Tony Stark's consciousness. To be the, the to be the AI in her suit, and there's a brilliant two-page thing where she's trying to come up with a new name because she can't call herself Iron Man. And the digitized the hologram of Tony Stark is there. Iron Maiden? No. <laughs> Iron Lady? Definitely not. Um, oh, I don't know. Iron Heart? No. Oh, actually, yeah, that works. So she's Iron Heart. Cool. She's absolutely great. She doesn't lead the Champions team anymore. She has led it, currently led by Ms. Marvel. But she's on the Champions team, and she's a problem solver. If you've got a machine that needs fixing, building, or taking down, she can do it. Uh, she can also fly and shoot you with power blasts from her arms, just like Tony Stark can. I think you make fucking dinosaurs when they get in trouble. No. 
So build a bigger one. So that's 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 my that's my pick. So Helen, we um, actually, no, hang on, was I? That is me. No, it is you. Yes. You so I'm looking at the wrong page in my notebook, and I've run out of lost, lost track of who's gone and who hasn't. Helen, your third pick. You currently have Mal Reynolds and John Wick. Yeah, I can't I see anything to, going um, wrong here. I need to lighten the mood a bit. <laughs> Um, so my, my next pick is, is my brains and my weapons expert and my... Oh, um, John Wick isn't your weapons expert? No. Bloody well, hell. He's not. Wow. He's, he's I'm terrified. <laughs> he can't build. He can't build. And my next pick has um, access to some pretty amazing technology that you can't find anywhere else in the world. She's also just a breath of fresh air. She's really fun. She doesn't take the whole thing too seriously. Um, and it is from the Black Panther and Infinity War. It is Shuri, who I'm going yes. for, who is um, T'Challa's sister. She is brilliant. She's yeah, she's the brains. She's an inventor. She's wickedly smart. A uh, lot of fun. Very rich, which might come in useful for something. Access to yeah. <laughs> access to lot of ships. Um, just yeah, I just I just wanted somewhere a bit bit more fun. She's my favourite thing. In Black Panther. I like Black Panther. It, I, I'm not sure it deserves all the things it's getting at the moment. Nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I'm not sure it deserves the best it's, picture. It's not that great of a film. I think it's an important film in terms of, of the time it's been released in the Black Lives Matter thing. Very important movie, but as, as it stands, not the best Marvel movie. However, for me, Shirley's just makes the whole thing stand out. And her costumes. That doesn't really matter when you're you know, fighting, but she gets the best costume. Comics wise, I think she also become. I don't actually know it in the comics. Actually. She's been. She, she's been Black Panther in the comics when T'Challa was was dead for a bit. He got better. And she's. <laughs> I think I'm not actually reading the current Shuri miniseries. Um, but I I read the first issue, and at the end of the first issue, they asked her to take over the role of Black Panther again yeah. because her big brother's in space. Um, <laughs> space Panther. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> likes himself. So no, Shuri, that's a that's a really good shout, actually. So yes, she is. She's she's absolutely my favorite. I just love the way that she doesn't take the whole royal thing too seriously. You know, with her brother, he might be the the king now, but it's, um, yeah, she doesn't really have a lot of respect for him sometimes. Yeah, so, uh, oh, yes, sure. I'm being coughed at. Appropriate little sister is. behavior. I, I, yeah. So my number three. Your number three, Steve. You uh, currently got Sergeant Nick Angel and Chief Hack. Uh, so, my third choice, I've also gone for a tech expert, um, I've also gone for my first comic book character, it's from my favourite all-time comic book, he can not only control machines, he can also build them, but he doesn't even know how he's building them, he can control them, he can influence them, he can do anything he wants to, I love it so much, I have a tattoo of it on my, of it on my arm. Which glows in the dark, no less. No, I, I, I it looks like it, it, it should do, but it doesn't. Um, so my third choice is Mayor of New York, Mitchell Hundred, aka the Great Machine from Ex Machina. Um, not only does he have a jetpack that can fly, he also has created a type of portal gun which he didn't even know what it would do when he built it that can open doors to other worlds. Built it that can open doors to other worlds, sometimes hell dimensions, and sometimes Oops. other things. So Ex Machina by name, Ex Machina by nature, I think. Does he have a diamond? <laughs> no, but he could tell your mechanical bones how to stop what he was doing and go and yeah, fetch. Oh sure. No, no, he could. He has those abilities. Not only is he a great superhero, he's also a very good mayor. If you've never read Ex Machina, it's just brilliant. It's incredibly dark, very violent, and it, but it's also Spider-Man meets the West Wing. 
where what if the hero saved the second tower on 9-11 and then was so loved he became mayor of New York. And I just absolutely love it. It's hilarious and it's also told in a non-linear story as all good comics should be. Nice. I like it. It's one I've never read, actually. It's Brian, is it Brian K. Bourne? Yep, Brian K. Bourne and Tony Harris. <clears throat> We've got all of them on the shelf over there, bought from Destination Venus. The local comic shop. <laughs> it's it's one of the few comic book series that I love so much. I, I read the trades and then I have to buy the deluxe editions and I now love it so much I then have to go back and buy all the single editions as well, so I own it three times. I did the same with Starman, which Tony Harris yep. also did. Have you did you ever get Brian K. Vaughan's signature tattoo? Uh not tattoo, he signed my tattoo three times, but unfortunately I was always so nervous about meeting him, I got a bit sweaty in the phone <laughs> and the marker wore off yeah. quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more attracted to you than Ralph. <laughs> 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 That's also like to stand in line for a long time. Okay, it is Pat's turn to start as we go on to round four. So, Pat, you have got America Chatters, Keyleth from Campaign One on Critical Role, and Sabine Shaw from Person of Interest. Who is number four? Susan Stohalik. Who? Oh, brilliant. Wow. <laughs> Susan Stohalik from Discworld. She is uh, Death's granddaughter and has essentially all the same powers and access as death. But also, she's a primary school teacher, so she knows how to handle large groups of irritating people <laughs> that have no ability to be controlled, and how to tip the wee out of the shoe at the end of the day. <laughs> so, Susan Stowell. I can't notice you were looking at me throughout the entire lesson. No, lots of irritating people. No, no just, you know, like, you know, like the idea of having this massive group of people. So, this is where I haven't, like, announced my leader. To me, Susan Stowell would actually be able to control and calm and soothe the troubled waters of all the people in my little crew um, yeah. and actually keep everyone on task and all those kind of things. But also she can walk through walls and um, can go to Death's Domain and can ride Binky, who can go to anywhere. Who's um, Binky is Death's horse. Oh, you know, the big white one. It's called Binky. It's called Binky. And can use the, uh, use the voice mm. to make people do anything she wants. Uses Death's voice. Yeah. So she will just say words and make them do stuff. Um, so yeah, she's brilliant, and she can disappear. She can fade from sight. Good shout. So Susan Stohallett is my number four. I love Susan Stohallett. Yeah. I love her. She spent some before she was a primary school teacher. She spent some time as a governess. Yes. Um, and when the little kids were scared that there were monsters in the bed, Susan Stohallett would just go and get the poker and beat the monsters. Yeah, she'd pull them out and beat them to death, and then drag them out. And so she's a good guy. She's great. Uh, yeah, Susan, she's, she's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, that's this story, she, she kills Terry Pratchett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've tried to read Terry Pratchett in the past quite a few times. It's never quite stuck with me. Mm. I'm a little ashamed to say. I'd recommend trying it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it brought a really good way into Pratchett. But yeah, she kills po monsters with a poker. What more could you want? Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. I need to get that Badoon fish sound effect sorted out. Mic drop. That's me. Okay, so well, hang on. Have I written you? Yes, I have written you down. So Matt, you've got Indiana Jones, you've got the Barry Allen Flash, you've got the Batman from Grant Morrison's sort of JLA. Yeah. Well, that does take Batman off the board for everybody else. Not no. necessarily, just that version of Batman. So no, you've got no, Batman for your next choice as well. <laughs> The Cape Crit no. Uh, <laughs> you've got five different Batman. The next oh, I wish I'd done that Great now. <laughs> Perfect. The ne the next character in my all testosterone lineup <laughs> is Doctor Peter Venkman. 
Oh, good work. Ghostbusters. <laughs> ah, yes. Parapsychologist, host of World of the Psychic. World of the Psychics. And, um, yeah, what a, what a great character. What an absolutely fantastic character. You know, just the mouth of the Ghostbusters. Um, a guy who, you know, you just, you just kind of wonder how he survives being a Ghostbuster because a lot of the time you see him using, he doesn't even know how to use his own equipment. You know, it's just ridiculous. Um, he just kind of fudges his way through life, and he's just basically kind of out for himself. But what a fantastic character. Yeah, he's yes. just, yeah, absolutely you know, brilliant. What I always think it's impressive when they make kind of such irritating characters that if you knew them in real life, you just hate them. But you make, they make you them think, like what, what a sleaze, and, you know, yeah, you can yeah. never be employed by anyone. And, you know, you're probably in the, up on TV as, yes. a, as, a, as a host of something, you know, on some late night cable well, that's, show. That's what Dana calls it, doesn't she? Says you don't remind you, don't come across as a scientist, you remind me of a game show host, yeah. So, my only question is, what function does he serve on the team? He's the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh-huh. Spengler's the brains, raise the heart. Oh, do you mean on your team? Oh, my team. I didn't go with that structure, but that's going to be an interesting conversation in that room with, you know. I'd pay to see Jones, Batman. I feel like they're, they're not going to be too impressed with him. I feel like they're just going to look at him like, really? He's not going to have a plan on how to take out Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You just be looking at him like, I don't need to worry yeah. about this. Like, like you're going to take yourself out any second. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. cool. Um, right. Now, muscle. I don't have muscle on that. Well, Batgirl. Me, me. You just wouldn't put them together. You know, usually it's the other way around. It's kind of the, the slightly. You can understand what Wash sees in Zoe. Yeah. Um, because the legs. The legs. Well, and, and you know, the bit where the legs meet. The lower well, part. all that area, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that is my favourite Zoe quote. I can't remember why she says it to him. Which bit? Because she looks at him and goes, What about that For me, it's, it's the bit where she just walks in and Mal and Wash are being tortured and. And then she so calmly takes Mal's ear and just yeah. tucks it. And she's, she's so calm. Yeah, I want her to be You've got John with. I've got Zoe. I think, I think Zoe might I win. I think she can take him. I do. What about a spaceship? Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. 
<clears throat> okay, so my fourth one is is a bit out there, but she was actually my first choice, the first person that came to my head when I thought I want to put together a team of badass people. She has absolutely no superpowers. She is completely human. Uh, she is a comic character, but I'm going for the um, TV version of this comic book character. <clears throat> From The Walking Dead, it's going to be Carol Pelletier. Wow. I don't know if she knows how to pronounce the name. Oh, so, Carol. <laughs> Carol. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Um, so played by Melissa McBride uh, in the TV show. The comic book character, she doesn't last very long. Um, she doesn't last past the, um, the prison. In the comic, she goes a bit insane and decides to kiss a walker, and obviously that's not going to end well. Um, but in the comics, I, the first time we meet her is, I think, episode two of season one. And at the end of the fucking world, she's ironing. The first time we see her, she's fucking ironing because she is the most beat down housewife you've ever met. She's married to this complete disgusting jerk of a man. And then I just remember watching that just going, she's not going to last long. She's going to die in the first few episodes. She is the only surviving female from that series, from... from from that camp, all the other women are dead. Most of the characters are dead, and she's still going. And um, the reason she's still going is because she's thought to be weak. She's underestimated, and that's actually what she says to Merle in a deleted scene. It's like, if you, you know, people underestimate me. Don't underestimate me, because I will slit your throat in your sleep. And um, you know, even Merle is scared of her. Uh, she does what she, what needs to be done, even if it scares her. Kind of seeing what she's becoming. Look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. I can't watch that stuff. So there's a look at the flowers bit. There's the bit where um, her and Maggie get kidnapped. And, you know, you just know that they're, they're going to survive. And she lures them all into a room and sets them on fire. Um, the whole thing with Terminus, where she goes full on fucking Sarah Connor and saves everybody. Yeah. And just, like, covers herself in, in, in walker bits and, and just goes in with a gun and just, you know, brilliant. She's very maternal, which I think is part of her strengths, actually. I think sometimes being maternal can be seen as a weakness, but actually she kind of sees herself as the mother to all the survivors and will do what has to be done to save them. She's a hardened combat veteran, born out of necessity and reluctance, not, you know, she was never this before. So, yeah, she she's she's on my team, man. She is, she is proof that you can become what you need to become and, you know, from what she was to what she is now. Um... Yeah, she's she's absolutely absolutely on there, and might just uh, kick John Wick's ass. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. And I, I ask you also, if you do try and harm her, Daryl will also kill you with his crossbow. So, you know. except Daryl won't be there because he's not on our team. Because he's not on your team. Yes. Well. Yes. Somewhere lurking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he's always, always. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Steve, your fourth pick. You've currently got Sergeant Naganiel. Chewbacca and Mitchell Uh So my next one, we're talking about, you, you mentioned Zoe, and, and I, I chipped in with stealth because I'm now thinking I need a stealth person. I need someone that can go in behind the enemy lines, silent, deadly, and can take anybody out with any weapon they need to. They have ninja training. They come with a timber wolf as well as a sidekick. Because that's cool. I've gone for Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Cool. I believe also under that mask, he's a feisty redhead. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, it's the I've specifically gone for the um, the GI Joe Action Force cartoon version of him, uh, not the Ray Park. Um, well, even not nothing against Ray Park. He was he was pretty good in those movies. He was probably the best thing in those movies. I was going to say nobody was really good in those movies. No. 
Um, I, I don't know enough of the G.I. Joe comic books because they keep changing the canon all the time in it as well. Um, so I'm going with. Well, they're soldiers, they need more than one. I'm canon. going with what I've grown up with, uh, so I'm going for the G.I. Joe action source cartoons. Um, and yet, mute ninja assassin, knives, throwing stars, Uzis, Timberwolf, stealth. And he's an American soldier that was then trained as a ninja. Yes. In, J- yeah. in Japan. Yeah. With Storm Shadow, yeah, who's his uh, brother in arms. I've got that sort of yin yang thing going. That is a, a cool choice. Well, I didn't, think, I wouldn't have expected that. Actually, you are such geeks. Proud of you. Okay, uh, and so the last person to pick around for club. Right, so I need my heavy hitter. Okay. I've got my damage dealers, and I've got my my brainiac. Hang on, you took your dinosaur. Is not your heavy hitter. No, no, she's or your like, dragon. Technically, it was Aloy, guys. She was just mind-controlling them. They're just the extra firepower. No, my heavy hitter and my fan, my front man, I'm going to go kind of mainstream geek now. But I'm going to apologise in advance because I only know this character from the movies and he's a massive comic book character. So, excuse my ignorance, but I'm going to go with Hellboy. Because you don't get much more of a Hellboy yeah, yeah, yeah. than someone with a Doom <laughs> I mean, he's practically indestructible. He's got superhuman powers, doesn't he? He can regenerate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He's my front my tank. That's my question. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. With horns or without horns, what's he about? Well, either. Mm-hmm. Either something well. If you end up in the underworld, then, you know, you might need to look for the planet, so... I quite like him with his standard downfall, just 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 because when he goes out with the angle grinder, it's just badass. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's kind of something steampunk about it. It kind of reminds me of Gotham. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, no, that is a good choice. Good shout. I like it very very much. And and specifically the Ron Perlman Hellboy, not the not the David Harbour. Looks terrible trailer. Trailer's not looking good. To be fair. Awful. To be fair. We've only seen the trailer. I agree, the trailer looks dreadful. But I thought the trailer for Titans looked dreadful. Yeah. And that turns out to be pretty damn good. And Red. also, the new Hellboy movie is from the guy who made Dog Soldiers, so you know that it's going to have. But, unfortunately, that's not Giannis Del Toro. It's, the trailer's got Big Mo from EastEnders in it. I mean... Also true. <laughs> what? Also true. It looked like it was shot on a budget of like a grand. It just looks. I, I am, I'm still holding out hope, but yeah, the trailer was amazing. It, it, it actually looks like it's shot. On if a I'm honest, though, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the Guillermo del Toro one the first time I saw it. It was only sort of second viewing that I, I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. It's okay. It's still great. That's okay. I like it now. What? <laughs> um. Right. Okay. So final round. Final round. And it is Matt's turn to start. Who is your fifth pick? Okay, I was just looking at my list and I was looking at some of my secondary and I was thinking, should I throw someone sort of different into the mix? But I've got to stay true to the list because yeah. the list is king. <laughs> Let's say. <laughs> I'm going to go with Rocketeer. Ooh. Now, Ooh. it's one of my favourite comic book characters. It's one of my favourite comic book movies. It's, and part of the reason why the movie's so great is is yeah, everyone talks about you know the, the Marvel movies fantastic, but you know years ago pre kind of kind of post Michael Keaton Batman and there weren't many superhero movies around, comic book movies I should say around, and Disney brought out the Rocketeer created by Dave Stevens set in the 1930s about a pilot called uh, Cliff Secord who discovers a rocket pack and 
it's this Art Deco helmet, which is incredible design. The comic yeah. is just yeah. so beautifully crafted, and, and basically the film came along, and, and it's it's one of the most accurate comic to to movie adaptations ever. Only a few very minor changes, and it's brilliant. It was it was going to sort of um, kickstart a whole sort of um, franchise of movies because it was kind of it, it was it was sort of sold as an airborne Indiana Jones. It was set in a similar era, cool young hero. It was. But it never happened. It never happened. There is a cartoon coming out from Disney with a young girl who's going to be a new rocketeer. So that the character may discover a new sort of, you know, audience. But um, I absolutely loved it. And it seemed to be one of these comics that was under the radar and then the movie came out. And unfortunately, I think it was up against stuff like, it may have been like Terminator 2 came out in, in the same sort of summer movie period and stuff so it got overlooked and they never did a sequel but um i love the i love the the look of the character of the design of it i love that i love that whole sort of time period anyway and uh yeah that's my that's going to be my character what, what i love about going to comic conventions is you really always see somebody dressed as the rocketeer because i think it's one of the best cosplays that fans can do you're right and i've got a i do have i've been very lucky to sort of collect a few um sort of prop replica pieces over the years and one of one of my favorite things that i got 15 20 years ago is the master replica rocketeer helmet it's made of metal i mean the, the thing is basically it looks like you've just grabbed it off the movie set and uh it's just it's a beautiful is it quite long it's a word it's got a huge fin on the back so if you wear it's, it's, it he steers with his head yeah. 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 yeah but if you're not wearing it and flying you're just walking around your house like an idiot. You will knock things off the shelf and take people's heads off. Uh, not that I've done that. You look cool while doing, doing it. You look cool doing it. But um, Roxy, a very, very unique, underrated um, character, mm. is my number five in my all-male team. Damn I didn't me. specifically decide to choose all-male characters. It's just the list. It's just Women the complicate things yeah. with, our, with our monthlies and, um, <laughs> and our emotions. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't deliberately pick an all-female team. No, did I, but I, I did it with three. I do have, I do have, I do have a bloke in, in my reserves, but I'm not picking Number five from Rich. Uh, number five. Um, I've decided I need a heavy hitter. I wasn't sure I was going with this one. Um, uh, but I need somebody with proper powers. So, uh, I'm going with Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Ooh. I told you there was too many Marvels in Marvel. Um, you were talking about Ms. Marvel earlier. Yeah, there's only two. And then... There's two. She's America. She's not a Marvel. She's, a, she's from Marvel. But she is, she's a Marvel character. Well, didn't you say she was called Miss Marvel? Yeah. No, I, no, she was called Miss America. She was called Miss America. And then I got confused. I got confused with Kamal Khan and... Yeah, Kamal yeah. Khan yeah. Miss Marvel. Right. Okay, now, that's fine. America okay. Chavez is, was Miss America, but it's just America. Carol Danvers as which character? Which superhero? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And yes. before anybody tweets at me, yes, I do know that Billy Batson character, uh, who now goes by the name Shazam, was the original Captain Marvel. What can I tell you? Marvel Comics trademarked the name Captain Marvel, and DC Comics didn't. Yes, lose you lose, guys. <laughs> uh, specifically, the Carol Danvers version of Captain Marvel, she's not the only Captain Marvel that's ever been at Marvel. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but, Carol, because... Um, I don't know why I'm so keen on military training and leadership, uh, but she's another military trained... Uh, I mean, she, 
unlike Captain America, she is actually a captain. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an Air Force captain. Uh, in fact, I think she might be a colonel. Though. Could she get promoted? You're looking at that. Anyway, Captain America is a captain. Let's say yes. It's not honorary. He was in the army. Yes, he was. He was an enlisted man. Yeah. So he's Private America. Captain (laughs) (laughs) Rogers. Um. So, you know, I mean, she can fly. She's got super strength. She can survive in space. She's a pilot. Although why she needs to be a pilot, I'm not entirely sure. That is a bit redundant now. Um. She is just brilliant. And she's got a movie coming out, so she'll be really rich. Uh, and that can help from the team. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with... I'm going with Carol Danvers' Captain Marvel as my fifth pick. Sounds good. You see, see how concise I kept that? Yeah, I am the soul of brevity, if yeah. not wit. We, we all kind of stopped at the end in silence because we were waiting for you to... No, I have nothing more to say. Who, who else is going? Oh no, wait, it's that person in the camera. That's a different podcast. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Helen, you're number five. Helen, uh, you're number five. Uh, you have uh, Mel Reynolds, John Wick, Shuri, and Captain. Uh, sorry, Carol Paletta. 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 Carol. Carol of The Walking Dead. Yes. So my final one is my Deus Ex Machina. He is uh, my heavy hitter. He's a healer. He is muscle. He is transport. He's also a warrior of God. He is um, from Supernatural. He is Castiel. Uh, I'm, going for, I'm going for early season Castiel. He shows up in season four. And um, season four and five Castiel is just badass. Regrettably, he does become a bit more of a comedy character. He ends up becoming human. He ends up um, sort of taking all, the, all these demons at one point and going insane at one point, which is actually cute because he follows bees around and collects honey. A bit insane. At one point, he's just watching porn and he's really confused um, about <laughs> the pizza about, man. About the pizza man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but but initially, he is. He is sorry, his best line at that point is, "I learned it from the pizza man." Uh, yes, so <laughs> good. There's a great kid scene. He says, "I learned that from the pizza man." And, uh, yeah, he, he just he, he goes he goes funny, and then he, and later season he's become a bit silly, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, to start with, he, he is as the angels are described in the Bible, which is not fluffy wings and halos. They are warriors of God. They are they're they're merciless. They're not really good guys. Kind of angels are dicks, to be honest. And super <laughs> um, but he is he's super strong. Uh, he can fly anywhere and transport people anywhere. Um, he yeah he can he can heal people. So he is my my really really big heavy hitter. And he can work in a team as well. He can actually, um, it takes him a while to sort of figure out human emotion, but he can, he really starts to, to love people and to become part of a team and see them more as a family. Um, so yeah, he is my number five. Really proud of that team. Yeah, so your final team. Well, could, um, am I allowed to say as well that he's, he's rather nice to look at as well? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is <laughs> he a redhead? He's got, no, he's got beautiful blue eyes, and he does the most amazing like puppy dog look. So your final team is uh, Captain Tightpants, yeah, uh, John Wick, Shuri, Carol, and Castiel. Yeah. Okay, just pretty crispy. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'll fight you. Really well. I'll tell them to fight you, and I'll sit back. Well, be honest, Helen. I mean, I mean, if you you were going to fight me, you would not need a team to back you up. <laughs> so. It's, I'll suck your nose. That's all good. <laughs> I just make myself laugh. <laughs> as, long, as long as I make myself laugh. 
made someone laugh. It's funny. All right, mic drop. I'm out. All please right, don't, please, please don't drop the mics. My, my number five. Um, so I already have a mode of transportation being the Millennium Falcon. I think mm-hmm. I missed your last one. Who's on his team so far? Oh, sorry, yeah, we didn't do a red. Oh, sorry. Uh, we have uh, Sergeant Nick Angel. Yep. Chewbacca. Yep. Uh, Mitchell Hundred and Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Yeah. So we can go interplanetary with the Falcon. That's pretty cool. But when we're on the ground, we need a base of operations. We need mobile transportation. We need another leader that is possibly the oldest and wisest being on the planet. In, in, in the cosmos, in the whole universe, in everything. Um, is it Jesus? It's Optimus Prime. Oh, he's yeah. died more times than Jesus. <laughs> in fact, I think of all the characters tonight, he's probably died and come back the most. And yeah, go, again, going back to my childhood, it's just he's just the best. Um, I love him. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, Optimus Prime is just... What can I say? Have, oh, you, have you watched Bumblebee? I haven't. No, not yet. I really, really want to. Because the Optimus Prime that, in fact, all of the Autobots and Decepticons, it's proper Gen 1. 80s yeah. Gen 1 versions of those yeah. characters, which we've never seen on the big screen before. So I think they've finally learned from Trans- Transformers 2, 3, 4, yeah. 5. Have they learned not to, not to let Michael Bay yes. anywhere near yeah. it? Apparently so. Finally. Yes. Yeah. So yes, um, he can turn into a truck, but his trailer is his, his base of units, uh, his base of operations, and also he can fly. He ha- can turn a hand into a power axe. How can he fly? He's a, a, an original transformer. Oh. He can fly. Um, he's all of those things and so much more. And also, again, in a Deus Ex Machina moment, he can open the matrix of leadership and light our darkest hour. Which means nothing. Which is handy. It just means, what does that mean? It's his get out of jail free card. Is <laughs> <laughs> that like when Superman fucks up and goes, it's okay, I'll fly around the world backwards and turn time back. Yeah. 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 It's slightly less naff than that. But Transformers has a much better soundtrack because it's stunned Bush's the touch. Yeah, true. That's can we do Transformers in the show? What, as in Transformers? As in the... Transform- <laughs> I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> All of my life. <laughs> Can you do it the other way? Yeah, that'll do. No way. Claire was genuinely. You know, I was. should take this show on the road. I was toying with the idea. I was toying with the idea, just as we do that, of editing that out and editing in the actual soundtrack. No. I don't think I need to. No, I don't need to. No, I'm definitely not doing it with the Wookiee. I'm like Jones and Lisa Kennedy. Claire, number five. Yeah. So you've got you've got Toothless, Rick. Really, Rick. Um, (laughs) I can't read my own writing. Aloy. 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 And and you've also got Hellboy. Yeah, so, so, who is your number five? Well, I'm just seeing it's my healer and my protection person. So, I, I toyed with a lot of movies. There's a lot of good ones. Second, finally, on Steven Universe. Uh, yes. yes. Because he's got healing tears, which is just the cutest. And he's got his protective shields. But again, I'm, I'm going for like versatility in my team. So, the fact that he can fuse 
I mean, if you think about my other teammates, who doesn't want to see Steven Universe juice and Hellboy? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm just imagining the shield coming out of Hellboy's belt. Oh, <laughs> so this is yeah. a whole weird situation. Yeah. Or even toothless. I mean, I think he got like a gem in his belly button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is why I'm imagining so this whole yeah, Hellboy yeah. belly button gem situation. Plus, he would always bring cookie cats, so you're never going to go hungry. And yeah, I actually understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's a pretty good team, actually. That is a really good team. Are we actually going to yeah. like fight these teams and just see who wins? Well, no, because all of the, all of these, that down to the listeners. All of these teams are good guys, so they wouldn't fight each other. Oh, oh, they would. Come on. Next time it's villains. Yes. I already yeah. put my villains. <laughs> <laughs> that has actually already been suggested. Okay, so mm. wrapping us up. Help me. Am I lost? Hat. Okay. Right. Okay. So what? Okay. You have you have America Chavez. You have Keyleth. Uh, you have Samine Shaw and you have an absolute masterstroke in Susan Stone Healy. I wish I'd picked Andy with it. Uh, right, okay, so I actually have like a whole mind map of people who I chose and things, and Angua was on my list. Uh, however, my and this is how I got to my last person, because on my first list I just wrote five people down, and some of them have made it through, and lots of them haven't. But every time I kept coming back to my number five and going, I couldn't pick anyone else. And then coming back to me and going, oh no, that's some, there is people better and people more powerful and people just generally like less kind of chaotic, not so good. Uh, and then I just kept going, no, but I really want her because she's faithful hate from Buffy and why would you not want <laughs> to Why would you not want the anti-slayer? Like, why would you not want her? So I just kept going, like, I had to have faith. I just, because you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. Um, this you know, yeah, as <laughs> the man said, um, she's you know, she's a slayer, she is therefore super strong, she's got major agility, she can kill evil things, she's kind of got a little, they do have a weird little slayer sense for vampires, so if they appear, we, you know, we're covered. Um, she's the last slayer ever called by the old system as mm-hmm. well, so that's exciting, why well, it is in my nerd head. Um, and you know, she's a reformed criminal. So, why not? Why not? How reformed is she? Quite reformed. She went to work for Giles, and then, you know, it depends if you've actually read, like, issue, the, the next thing. So she went to work for Giles and actually... Season 8. Yeah, season yeah. 8. So she went and did all that whole thing and, and kind of did become good in inverted commas. As good as Faith's ever going to be, because realistically, she's never good. She's only ever 5 by 5 um, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so she did get better. <laughs> Um, after being a murderer, ghost jail. But yeah, and she she did you know help eventually bring Giles back from the dead and things. So she is is quite well reformed, really. I'd forgotten Giles was another one in that great tradition of dying and, and getting better. Back. Yeah, I mean it's Buffy. Everyone dies and gets better. Though. Like that's the whole. Except yeah. except Joyce. Joyce stayed dead. Yeah. Oh, Joyce was very dead. I can't handle that. Sorry. I can't handle <laughs> yeah. even thinking about that episode. So, yeah, it's just... If, if you want to talk about characters dying, uh, I think Dean Winchester has the record. Dean yeah, Winchester probably. dies about a just thousand times in one episode. It's like a... There is that ground, one episode. It's a great episode, like Groundhog Day. Phenomenal episode. At one point, he's just he's just eating and he just goes, does this taco meat taste funny? <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. That's it. Day the starts piano, again. The piano death is probably my favourite now. The piano <laughs> game drops on excellent death. Could we do an entire um, podcast on Supernatural? I will um, no, we will actually yeah. because I've never watched it, but it is now all available. Uh, right. Yes. Yep. So I'm supposed to finish at season five. 
and it does round up nicely. Well, if you're into your monsters and stuff, it's brilliant. Season 13. Yeah. Well. No, I mean, I, I love this show, but it does have to stop. <laughs> it needs to stop. Yeah. I love it so much. No. I've got a tattoo in mind, and if it finishes on a relative eye, I'm going to get the tattoo, and I'm going to wait, just in case it just jumps the shark. <laughs> or nukes the fridge, or whatever the saying is now. There is an episode called Jumping. Yes, there is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. There's also an episode where they end up realizing that supernatural is actually a real thing. That it's a series of books. It goes full right. on meta. It's so meta. It's brilliant. My favorite episode, though, I think, is the musical episode. Yes, uh, they nailed the it. Little here being the greatest so well. of all time <laughs> in a musical. Yeah. Is it as good as the Buffy musical episode? It's different. It's different. It's right. very different, but it's very funny. It's not like that in any way, shape, or form. But it is really. They could, they could, have, they could have very easily gone down the "we're doing a Buffy musical episode," mm -hmm. but they went in a completely different direction. With it's it, and it's very, very, very messy. Very really it's, it's for the fans, yeah. and that's for a different podcast because we've gone completely tangent. So are yeah. we all, are we all can can we all just give our, our our list of people that we had back? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who can I also give Liz's list? Because oh, she yeah. gave me a list. Did she give a list? Fantastic. Oh, oh, wait till you hear the list, though. Okay. So we have uh, the uh, sassy version of Spyro uh, the Dragon. <gasps> yes. From, yes. But the Skylanders version, which is voiced by Matt Mercer. Yeah. Uh, specifically, because he's kind of sassy, yeah. as well as being Spyro, who is adorable and brilliant. Yeah. Um, so when Toothless came up, I was like, yeah, Spyro was a good show. Mm. Second, we have Roadrunner. Because <laughs> Roadrunner always survives. Not Wiley Coyote. Just always survives. No, yeah. Wiley Coyote just gets hit on the head a lot. Roadrunner never ever gets into a trouble. <laughs> David Rose from Shit's Creek. Um, if you haven't watched Shit's Creek, you really should. Yeah, Shit's Creek I, is really, it's really brilliant. good. I managed two of the David Rose. I don't know what super reason for the. Oh, just being I hate everyone in that show. That was my problem. But that's the point. <laughs> can, you, can you remember which character? David Rose. He's the son. Yes, yes. yes. Um, he, he is fabulous and I love him to death. He's gorgeous and wonderful and brilliant. And if you actually watch it all the way through to the season one now, he's wonderful. Okay. You, they get better. That's okay. Great about Shit's yeah. Creek. You hate them and then they get better. I didn't hate it. I just didn't enjoy it enough to... She has also yeah. chosen Jennifer Peterson from Two Fat Ladies. <laughs> the cook. Technically a real person. <laughs> Technically a real person. I but, know. But she is dead and therefore would now be fictional. She gets better. She gets better. fictional when you die? Yes. Yeah, well, no, well you're no longer real. Wait, what? She's not a real person. So she did want Jennifer Peterson. I don't know why she said. And also the sun tree from Christopher Roll, who has the same voice as, um, oh God, what is that awful man called? Um, Matthew McConaughey. He's not voiced by Matthew McConaughey. He's voiced by Matthew Mercer. That's doing impressions of Matthew McConaughey. Um, which is really entertaining. So yeah, that, that was her bizarre team that she came. That's up quite with. a cool team. It's random. All yeah. right, all um, right, all right. That is what the sounds like. He <clears throat> talks to Keyleth quite a lot. Just yeah. It's a good team, but I think our teams would kick that team's ass. Very much, especially Jennifer. <laughs> um, but yeah, backups. Go for backups. Go for backups. Okay. Um, I only had a couple of backups. Um, if someone went for Chewy, I needed someone else that was uh, big, tall, strong, and cuddly. Um, and so I went with Ludo from Labyrinth. Oh, that's the reaction I knew you would have. <laughs> because he can summon, and he can summon rocks as well. So yeah, I can see how that's handy. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> have that okay. And anyone else? Uh, and my other um, basically get out of jail free card. Deus Ex Machina was Dr. Manhattan. Oh, uh, because yeah. one more to yeah. need. A giant blue dot? Yeah. Really? That's what you need in, in these yeah. That's, yeah, impossible to argue with. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, just a few noteworthy ones because I had quite a lot of backups because me and Helen are very much on the same page. So I thought, right, we could have a yeah. few um, double ups 
So, We're like um, sisters. Oh my god. <laughs> so my other healer was going to be Eris from Final Fantasy VII. Uh-huh. Classic. Um, my other kind of utility damage healer would have been Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Because so, you've been playing nothing but that recently. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> uh, if I couldn't have two bullets, I was going to go Jack Jack from. Oh, oh you want to? Oh, he's oh, on my list. Who doesn't want to just shoot yeah. laser beams from a baby? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and my brainiac would be Doc Emmett Brown. Oh, uh, yeah, good choice. Like very, it. Very like it. Your backup stats. Oh my god, which one? Yeah. Right, go for the next list. Actually, given that there are at least two more podcasts in your right, list, okay, let's. No, no, so. Sign. Okay, so Kara from Legend Kara, obviously. Um, not not Ang. I wasn't going first gen Avatar. I was going second gen Avatar. So Kara, who is an Avatar, has Kara of Wind, Water, Earth, Fire, and I think Metal Back and bend metal. You mean spoons. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't watched that, you should watch that. Um, Quake from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series. Daisy. Daisy Johnson. Yep. yep. Also, aka Quake. Um, because she's a hacker as well as being able to like make the world go wiggly. Hermione Granger. Because uh, <laughs> we need someone. Say no more. Really yeah. smart. Yeah. Good shout. Um, Tilda from Into the, ba- Into the Badlands. Because she's totally a badass. So if you haven't watched Into the Badlands, you should. Amazon again is on there. And Martha Jones, because I needed a doctor. Of course. Who wasn't the doctor. Yeah, Dr. Jones. Yeah, the legit doctor. Yeah. And she becomes a massive badass as she walks the world. Yeah, well, she she becomes a unit. Yeah. Senior person in unit. Which, of course, has unfortunately never been disbanded because of Brexit. That's my meeting. (laughs) Matt, did you have any backups? I only had a couple. Um, I had Han Solo in, in case someone else had Indiana Jones. Swap, you know. You were kind of determined to get Harrison Ford's one kill place in there, weren't you? <laughs> I had uh, Zenith from 2008. Oh, good the shout! Only superhero uh, strip they've ever had. Honestly. Yes. Very good. Grant Morrison, again, 80s. Well, unless good. you count fairly hyperman, but don't. Yeah, but it was very much of the time and it was reflecting kind of pop music and really really and early Grant Morrison really yeah yeah good. very very good uh, well worth picking up the collector's editions of that and uh, a little bit of a wild card I had Kermit the Frog Aww. just because I, I thought it's all going to be very serious and very I just thought Kermit the Frog it's, it's not Kermit, easy it's not easy being <laughs> and you can play well, Joe, so yeah. and it's the Muppet he can ride so a who... bicycle he can ride a that makes it really that makes it really difficult um, for the Muppeteer. Let me tell you, it's the most amazing thing ever. No CGI in the world. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Was Kermit riding a bicycle? And if you don't like the Muppets, you're dead inside. That's true. That is true. So Kermit's the leader of your team. Oh God, yeah. Kermit's <laughs> yeah. the weapons expert. <laughs> Heavy weapons expert. <laughs> Plus leader. So oh, can we just put a link in the show notes to the um, Kermit the Frog doing Taken? Because if you've not, it's Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy doing Kermit the Frog. It's like, I don't have any money. Yeah, I don't have any money. But what I do have is a certain set of skills. <laughs> Chewbacca, Transformers changing yeah. those. And Kermit. And Kermit. That was really impressive. Is there anything this man That's can't it. do? Jack of all trades. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I could also do the Carnus Carnus Vulpus Vulpus. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great thing to do on a podcast, yeah. holding your hand up like that. <laughs> Everyone will be able to hear your fist pumping. <laughs> okay, hello. anyway, moving on. Who were your backups? My backups, uh, one was uh, Jack Jack, but uh, that was stolen from me viciously because he's brilliant. The whole, if you're talking, about, we're talking about Jack, we're talking about backups. Jack Jack was not actually <laughs> officially picked. Yeah. He's still um, standing over If anyone's seen, if 
And in the scene, Incredibles 2, the fight between Jack Jack and the raccoon is just, it's just <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Have you seen the extra yet at the end of the covers? No, no, no. 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 I mean, the only Pixar, well, I watched, what did we watch? Coco recently, and I haven't got over Coco yet, so when I get over Coco, I can go back to Pixar. Uh, I had Lara Croft, it was kind of a Lara Croft Aloy kind of thing. Um, actually, if you play, um, play Horizon Zero Dawn, it's very much based on, on the latest, um, Tomb Raider games as well. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, because he's colourful and fun, and he's, he's the best martial artist, um, in the world, and he's a big video game fan, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, I was going to go for Willow from Buffy, but specifically Evil Witch Willow when she's oh, just, okay. you know, grief and just badass and just killing everyone. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, finally getting her moment. Yep. Um, I was going to go for Eleven from... She's a, um, on my original list. Yeah. From what's it called? Stranger Things. Stranger Things, thank you. And my final one uh, from The Good Place uh, was going to be Janet, because... Oh, <laughs> what a good call. Janet. She can make That's anything. She is ex-machina. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. That is she can make the people. She can, yes. yes. <laughs> Take them into her void. Did I tell you the, the rumour behind... You've uh, <laughs> not seen that episode yet. Are they, uh, was it Jason... Oh, the actor the, the, the big beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not Jason, Jason Momoa does not play Derek in the Good Place. <laughs> that's, that's true. That would be brilliant. It's a different show. Um, yeah, the, the, the same guy off Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, and, yeah. Um, thing he's boyfriend. He's insane. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, apparently, the way they wrote his dialogue was they wrote it in English, put it through a Google translator into three different languages, and then translated it back to English. Wow. And that's how they wrote Derek's dialogue. That's that brilliant. Works really well. That's amazing. I had one of that was um, on Facebook yesterday and had one of those things of um, the, the last. TV show you you watched is the name of your vagina, and mine was the Good Place. I am making no comment. So the last TV program I watched is the name of my penis. Yes. Uh, it's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mine's criminal mind. <laughs> oh, I'm very concerned. Mine's supernatural. <laughs> oh god, mine's the Punisher. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Why? Mine's Stranger Things. And on that bombshell. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Um, <laughs> I just did something on Facebook, someone posted it. So, it was hilarious. So. I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I won't. You know I won't. We might delete the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had some backups just to drag us back. I did have some men on my uh, on my list. I didn't pick any up because yeah. they weren't as good as the women. Basically. Um, I had Tiny from Battle of the Planets. Oh, good choice. On the grounds <laughs> that he's really good at um, battlefield overview. Um, he's crap at fighting. But he's really good at being above the battlefield and directing people, and you know, knowing. Is he tiny? No, he's no, a, no, 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 he's a big fat bloke. That was the joke. That's the, oh, it was. The, it was the early eighties. Yes. <laughs> and he likes hamburgers. He does. Well, he doesn't. Pat doesn't. Pat doesn't. I like big ones. Well, there you go. Big out. Um, he gets to fly the phoenix. And of course, you know, he's a nice guy. He he, he plays nice with others, um, but he also has. A space-capable ship, the Phoenix, which has has previously been discussed on a podcast um, by Matt, um, can if need arises turn itself into a great big fiery thing, yeah, oh, fiery um, uh, and be the fiery Phoenix. 
which Seven's Arc Seven would reassure us in 24 hours will revert back to its normal form. Um, because nobody ever got hurt in Battle of the Planet, ever. And if they did, they were a robot. <laughs> Even if they really obviously weren't. And if they died, they just got better. No, you're thinking of Marvel now. Oh, I'm thinking literally of Battle of the Planet was so much more realistic than that. <laughs> uh, so I had Tiny, uh, I had Spider-Man, yeah. and I also had Spider-Gwen. Yeah, who yeah. now goes by the name Ghost Spider, and I think if I'd gone for an arachnid, I would probably have gone for Gwen, um, because she's more graceful. Mm. Um, and who else did I have? I had Commander Susan Ivanova from, from Babylon 5. Babylon 5. Uh, again, excellent pilot, uh, great military strategic training, crack shot, and she would roll her eyes at the Doctor a lot. Mm. <laughs> um, and I was kind of looking forward to that. And I also had... Ray. From Star Wars. From Star Wars. Um, the new ones, not the old ones. All the crap ones. Essentially, she's a wizard. Space wizard. She's massively, massively, massively powerful. Um, really good in a, in a, in a regular or you know, conventional... It's a great name for a bird. She speaks, she speaks astromech. Um, and uh, she's a decent pilot, so, you know... Decent? She's, she's the, amazing! She's the package. She can fly the Millennium Falcon. Ah, I get the Falcon, though. I know, she can fly it. Yeah, she can fly it, so when we steal the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> we've got someone who can fly it. <laughs> so, they, they were my backups, um, and I, I, I mean, I, I did have others, but they'll be here on night. It is one of those things which I'm, I'm already starting to think I should take someone out of my team and put Janet in, because Janet's... Janet's Janet is I a really... I hope she really... wins something. Janet's a yeah. really good shout. Actually, yeah, Janet's an excellent yeah. shout. Cool, so what do we do with our super teams next? Um, fight! Well, no, they wouldn't be. fight. They would. No, 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 no. It was all, whenever it's uh, so-and-so meets so-and-so. Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Team up. Fight the real I think we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll marinate the teams for a little bit. Um, and we will, at some future date, come back and do villains. I've written it, it's all good, I'm just thinking what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason I've written it is because I went, oh, I want that person on my team, I'll wait, they're evil. Oh, I want that person on my team, I'll wait, they're evil. And it went on for a while, and at least one of them is a foxy red person. <laughs> it wasn't stated when we had to put these, these lists together that you couldn't have a villain. Yeah. I didn't say that, no. no. no, no the rules, rules actually were. No one, no one has the rules actually were fictional characters. I left it really. I did yeah, try, yeah. Though, I was sitting there going, no, that, that person would definitely not defend the week. And then I went down the list and none of them would. I think a lot so of villains as well wouldn't problem. play well in a team, most villains. Yeah. I could just do an entire one of Disney villains, I think. That's the only ones I can think of. But they have teamed up. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, no, if you watch Once Upon a Time, the Disney it's the villains. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't really get that far into it. I watched season one, I quite enjoyed it. I've watched them all because apparently I like to be beaten in the face by terrible writing. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in the vain hope that the fact that one person that worked on Buffy was on it could steer that ship. No, no. Okay. I'm glad to hear you say that because everyone else seems to love it. I'm just having the phones listening. Done it. I'm sticking with it. Well, we do have. <laughs> um, actually, I say what before I say what I was about to say. We'll wrap this up, um, and uh, then I'll say what I was about to say. Okay. Because uh, it won't be of interest to the listeners. Um, as probably neither was anything else that's proceeded in the last hour and fifty minutes. Um, so, there we have it. We have six, count them, six super teams. We may put them to good use at some point in the future, but for now, um, it is goodbye from Helen. Goodbye. Goodbye from Steve. Toodaloo.
Goodbye from Claire. Bye. Goodbye from Matt. See ya. Goodbye from Matt. Bye. And goodbye from me. Until the next time, we will see you at the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire That's how you introduce Helen on the podcast. From Yeah, that'll do.